Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from common mental health challenges. I believe we all deserve and can achieve great mental health. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you practical tools, strategies, and principles that will help you navigate the path to recovery and move towards becoming the best version of yourself. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hello and welcome to this episode. So my name is Matt Cotty and I am a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds. And in this series, we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs. So if you if you didn't watch the first episode or the first part of the series, please go back and do so because I kind of talk about what beliefs are, you know, and some examples of that. And um, in the first episode, we talked about the belief there, the limiting belief, I should say, that, um, you know, we only deserve things through hard work, struggle, sacrifice, or, or, you know, really this belief of I don't inherently deserve good things in my life. Right. I have to justify it. I have to earn it. I have to prove that. And, um, you know, and just the importance of, of challenging that and, and, you know, really trying to operate from a different story there, especially when it comes to our health. Because, again, if we are the beliefs we hold are going to drive the behaviors we engage in. And that's why, you know, choosing your belief structures, uh, your belief structures is, is so important. Um, and, and why we dedicate so much of our work in the taking back control program in our 12 week program that, you know, belief structure is such a foundational part of that. Um, just because we, you know, once you start to see it, it starts to be so, so clear that that really just needs to be a major focus in your work on yourself. So, um, you know, and uh, for those of you that are, you know, supporters of the show, we really appreciate if you take the time to like and subscribe as well as leave a comment and review. Obviously a nice one, please, um, on iTunes because it just helps the algorithm of the show. And um, so, yeah, let's dive into the belief for today that, the idea that, quote, suffering is good for me or beneficial for me. And, you know, this is a limiting belief, right? And, and you know, the way we know that is, um, do we have any evidence against this, right? And the idea of like, you know, because again, when we're talking about a universal law, it applies every time consistently. When we're talking about a belief structure, it applies inconsistently or we have evidence against it. So this idea that suffering is good for me, um, you know, and, and we've heard this, right? No pain, no gain, right? You know, these kind of things. And, and again, there are aspects in life where this, this belief may make sense. You know, like, I mean, I, I'm not saying that there's no, like no application for this, but what I'm saying is, is this a belief we should be holding consistently in our life? And is this, is this actually serving us? So, you know, this idea, and this is, um, you know, a belief directly drawn out of the book, Letting Go by Dr. David Hawkins. And he talks about, you know, some of these, these core beliefs that, you know, come up when we start doing work on ourselves. Um, so, and he just, and this is one of the four that he, he mentioned. So I wanted to dive deeper on it. So when you read these beliefs and you hear about them, you might be like, these are ridiculous. Why would anyone think that? And, and, and it's, you know, yeah, it sounds ridiculous, right? When you say, why would you ever think like suffering is good for me, right? Or, or beneficial for me. 
But then the question would be, you know, like how much suffering do we bring into our life? And if we do that, then why do we do it? So for instance, how many times have you started an argument with your spouse for seemingly no reason? Like when you go and review it, you're like, if you're just really honest with yourself, have you ever just started an argument because just like, and, and you don't even know why you don't even know why you're fighting. Like, it's almost like things were going too calmly and all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to just stir it up right now. Have you ever done that? You ever seen someone do that at least? Why? You know, is the answer. It would be the question there, right? Why? And, or have you, you know, said hurtful things, right? Um, have you allowed yourself to stay in, in relationships or situations that you know you shouldn't be in, right? That you just stayed in, right? You know, it's like, these are these are things that that happen in people's lives, and they start to ask them like, "Why am I doing this?" Right? And and I'm not saying this is the answer, but one of the possibilities is is that you could be holding on to some belief structures, and if you have this idea that I'm supposed to suffer through life, and so like, you know, a lot of times you'll hear things as kids, or you'll you'll hear things as you know earlier in life, and you'll just adopt them as like a truism, a fact, you know, when when really it's just a belief. A lot of times beliefs are very generational, you know, you know, it, it's so interesting, but we think we're so one of, I think the most naive things that most people think, including myself, right? So I'm obviously lumping myself in here too, is that we're these free critical thinkers, right? Like, I think that is like the biggest myth that most people believe, um, and, and because you tell yourself that because you believe that you're this free critical thinker and I'm so intelligent and I'm so smart and all that, that then what happens is that when you think something, you just assume that it's true because you think you're a free critical thinker. You just, you just assume that about yourself, not realizing that you can just simply adopt beliefs from other people. And that most of actually what we do, probably the overwhelming majority of what we actually think is something that someone else has, has told us to think. And it's not your own critical thinking, right? A lot of critical thinking, quote unquote, that's taught in like colleges and stuff is not at all critical thinking. It's not at all critical thinking. I mean, I, I love getting a chance to talk with like, you know, young people in college because it, it's like, they're so convinced sometimes that they're critical thinkers and that they're so intelligent and they think a certain way, not realizing they've just been in many ways indoctrinated into certain ideologies. And because it was different than the ideology that they grew up with, grew up in, right. They think that, well, now this is the one that, you know, th this is me really thinking on my own. And really it's just regurgitating some beliefs that someone else said. And this is, what, what real critical thinking is about, in my opinion, is the idea of being able to look at all the belief structures and step, step back emotionally from everything and be able to really formulate your own thoughts or your own decisions based on not, not just what you know, but, but inherently, like on a deeper level, what you feel intuitively. And a lot of times that goes against the grain of what a lot of people think, right? Um, so, so when this idea of suffering is good for me, when it comes to OCD and anxiety and, uh, you know, 
what one of the things that we need to look at is the idea of like, well, how, how often do you just start ruminating? How often do you start engaging in mental compulsions? You know, because, because again, we know you, you probably, I should say, you probably, unless, I mean, if you've been, you know, listening to the show for any length of time, or if you've been in the program um, with me, come to the coaching calls, all that. We know that doing the behaviors is what's keeping the wheel going, right? We know that intellectually, you understand this yet, yet you engage in these mental behaviors or physical behaviors again and again and again, and that keeps the wheel going, which keeps your suffering going. See, one of the things with OCD and anxiety that was like one of the hardest facts for me to me to really grasp was the idea that I was keep I was the one I was the cause of my suffering. I was responsible for my for my suffering, meaning then when you're responsible for something, it means to be the cause of something. Right. When you say because, right, you know, it's like, hey, why is this happening? Well, because this you're displacing the responsibility onto that. And when you really start asking yourself with OCD and anxiety, like, well, why am I stuck in this? And why am I, you know, looping and looping and looping? And you're asking these questions like the answers outside of you. The only answer is, is like, because you're engaging in behaviors. And that's a really hard, you know, fact to look at. Right. And, and a lot of times if we're holding on to any kind of beliefs about like, suffering underneath that, that somehow that's benefiting us and that going through pain is somehow helping us, we can start to let go of that. And like, I don't, I don't need to suffer, you know? And, and again, I know like you may, you may not, and I, and I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but there may be some people listening to the show who may not really be resonating with what I'm saying, but just because you're not grasping the power of belief, Right. And you're not understanding that beliefs are these, these automatic stories that just, that we just assume to be true. So we never challenge them. And because when you look at a belief logically, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I adopt that? Not realizing that you already have. And, and that is so, so like great beliefs examples are beliefs like money, right? A lot of people think, well, you have to work hard to make money. There's plenty of people that work their ass off every single week and have no money at all. If that belief, if that was true, if hard work equaled money, then why is it that there's people that work two, three jobs and, and are dead broke? Hard work does not equal money. You know, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Right. And, um, and, and there's evidence against that. And that's when you can start changing your beliefs about how money works and how work works and, and, and those things, because that's just stuff that we're told all the time. And we just assume to be true. The harder you grind, the more money you make. Plenty of evidence against that. Right. I'm not saying there's not a place for hard work. I, or, you know, working hard, you know, for an extended period of time on something. I'm not saying there's that that doesn't that you never should do that. What I'm saying is, is one doesn't cause the other. And and this um, so this idea of like. Whole, like letting go of any beliefs you have about suffering is important because realizing that when it comes to this OCD and anxiety loop, the cause of suffering is the you engaging in the same behaviors again and again that are feeding this wheel.
That's it. And if you, if you really look at that and then it's like, and I had to look at this and say, well, I was the cause. I, I was the cause of the suffering that I was experiencing because I was keeping the wheel going by engaging the behaviors. So then I, so I had to let go of that like whole idea. Like I'm not going to suffer anymore. If I'm the one feeding this loop, then I need to stop doing this because I don't want to suffer anymore. And so again, I know, I know these are deeper concepts and, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm curious how, you know, the response is going to be to these episodes because they're, they're, they're moving beneath the surface. They're moving beneath the surface in a lot of this stuff. And so, um, when you, when you start to look at that and you look at the stories, you can start to replace those stories with much healthier beliefs. And you have to realize that a lot of your beliefs you've just taken on oftentimes in an early age, oftentimes without even realizing it. And then you can actually sit there and say, Hey, I'm at a point in my life where I can choose my beliefs. I can choose my beliefs. You can choose the stories that you want to operate from. And that's, that is what free thinking is. Free thinking is not, I'm going to choose what theories I accept and this and this it's, I'm going to choose the beliefs and how I'm going to see the world. That's what true freedom is. Because when you can start to do that, that's when you can start to build lives that no one else has. You can start to achieve things that most people never achieve because you start to believe things that most people don't. So I hope that I hope that was helpful today. And, um, you know, I, um, we're going to be continuing this series, um, you know, as, as we go forward and we're going to talk about two more limiting beliefs. And uh, with that said, please check out the resources in the notes. Um, there's some links for you to a free guide as well as our two day intensive workshop. You can also apply for our 12 week program and uh, you know, we can see if you, if you'd be a good fit for that because um, there's various options, whether it's self-study group or one-on-one um, -on -one. and um you know, and in that program where obviously we dive deep into beliefs and that's like, you know, some of the major work in the program. So, um, you know, if this, if this is interesting to you or this is beneficial to you, I would encourage you to check out restoredminds.com and, um, and fill out an application. So thank you guys for taking the time to hang out today. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Hi there, Matt Cotty here. And thank you for taking the time to hang out today. Now, real quick, if you are currently struggling, and you're looking for help, please head over to restoredminds.com because we have different programs available to help you. And the good news is, is that for the most part, you can get started right away. And if you found this episode helpful, then we would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave us a review on iTunes as it would really help our show. You can also send us ideas for topics of future episodes that you would like us to cover at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.